go like the F one fifty is the best selling truck in America because you have to always buy a new one every three years. <laughs> <laughs> never heard that before. Uh, really? No, I've never. Yeah, heard it. it's. I mean, we both have twenty year old Chevys that can still mostly <laughs> pull its weight that it could twenty years ago. Those are yeah, some no, that's bad great. examples. Yeah, ba- no, back, but they're not though, right? Like, like my my truck's over three hundred thousand miles. Leaks oil out of every freaking seal on the motor. And doesn't start. And welcome back to the Dirt Drive Podcast. As always, I'm Trevor. With me today, we have the weirdo of wheeling, Tim Germanario. That's a good Ooh, it's one. A good one. I like yeah, that one too. I like that one. Yeah. I get all the fun names. Yeah. Well, you, you, it's a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like the Burt Kreischer of dirt drive. And Don't get yourself that much credit. <laughs> yeah. And as always, we have Tom Sylvester with us today. What's up, guys? Uh, as Tim put it, those new pickup trucks are they super trucks? Question mark. No. No. Yes. No. No. What? What is so? Wrong. What is What is super? A thousand horsepower or more. Uh, I mean, I, I don't disagree with that, but like, <laughs> they're they're a gimmick. I'm sorry, it's a gimmick, right? It's a sales gimmick. Like, are they actually good? Do we do we know? Do we know anybody who's got I, one? I Have can, you driven one? I I've can, driven I've driven a couple different Raptors. I've not driven a TRX yet. We got to test the TRX at Mercedes that day. Yeah. It, here, what's what's the point? Maybe yeah. I'm maybe I'm old school. Like a pickup truck is, I think it's a pick 'em up truck. Like I, it, I it, think it's, you're it's right. supposed to do trucks. stuff. Yeah. I, th- I think you kind of hit it, it on the head. It's it's a gimmick, yeah. right? Like it's like we had the conversation yesterday on the way home from picking up the the trailer, right? Yeah. Where I was just jokingly like, "Ha ha, feel like a real truck owner now. I'm pulling a trailer, but oh, I'm yeah. a truck." You know, it's I'm I have the same mentality as you. It's a pickup truck. It's there for utility. You haul stuff with it. You tow stuff right. with it. It doesn't have to be super fast. It just needs the power. It needs the torque. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, but you also need to flex on all your neighbors with the same truck. But yeah. Well, that's why. That's why that's, they exist. That's, that's exactly. And that's like to me. We that's flex why on it's our neighbors with our pleasure car, vehicles right? that we tow behind our pickup <laughs> with trucks. With our, you can't <laughs> flex with garbage. Yeah, but it's not. It's not a, always a flex thing, right? Like. <clears throat> Like, like sports cars exist because they're fun, right? And, and then we decided that going fast is more fun than having fun at some point along the line. So we came, we then we created the supercars, right? Your Ferraris, your Lamborghinis, all this stuff. But they are still, but those were born out of like racing, like those. But those that's my point, right? That's, the, that's so, the point. So all these, like the Raptor, the TRX, all these production race trucks are supposed to be the Baja trucks, but. They, they're not like they wouldn't stand up to a real Baja like, truck. You remember? I mean, it was the early days of social media when the when the original Raptor came out, <laughs> and the guy jumped it on. And the, the guy jumped it and bent the frame in half, right? Set up like all the airbags. Yeah, like like they're 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 still a production truck with a big giant engine. It's cool. It's cool. Don't get me wrong, but like, there's no true derivative to a production race truck, right? You know, that whole concept goes back to SCCA racing in the 50s and 60s yeah. where there were rules that said you had to build this car as a manufacturer to be able to race it, right? If you, Stock if you car like, racing, the NASCARs, all that stuff, those were real cars hopped up to race. Yeah, if, you're, if you're a 
familiar with the term, it's called a homologation car. Yes. So, so there was production builds that were um, built specifically for racing. Excuse you. So Don't they so me. they can <laughs> so they could meet that quota. Right. To have it on the track. I'm going to be real obnoxious because my microphone's bothered. Oh, that's actually it's actually not surprisingly quiet. Yeah. Going up is a lot louder than yeah. down. Go I figure. Think I think it's because the spring is retracting. These sixteen dollar so. booms are very nice. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So it's like like for the truck thing. There's no. There was no like you. You can't. You can't go and enter a Raptor or a TRX in any off road race mm-hmm. and expect to finish. Let alone compete. Well, you can, you no. can pre. But I can them. go buy an M3 out of a dealership and go compete at a pretty high level. Yeah. In most road course. Like amateur road course racing, you could you could technically pre-run the course in them, I guess. Yeah, um, but but even at that, but right? Then you're yeah, still but at actual your, your, at actual competition level, they're they're not standing up to yeah. an actual Baja truck, no, right? right? Like that's and there's no class. No, it would be cool. It'd yeah. be, well, it, that's the thing. It would be cool if some of these race organizations made classes for some of these trucks. I just don't think the demand's there. I think. I, I think no, the people, people buying understand them, it's a gimmick. It's, well, yeah, people buying them are doing thing. it to flex on their neighbor, yeah, right? Like yeah. I bought this hundred thousand dollar truck. And it'll pull on your Porsche. It'll pull on your Porsche, but like I don't actually have to tow my boat because it just lives in my lake house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I bought it to tow my boat that never leaves my lake house. Yeah, like like that's what those trucks are for. Which again, they're cool. Yeah, Ram Ram has the the TRX, which is obnoxious with seven hundred and seven horsepower, like yeah. sixteen inches of travel in the yeah, front. Yeah, Dodge just the best part the about that truck is. The stickers. I don't know. I like the hood. It's a T-Rex eating a raptor. Oh, that's on the oh, uh, yeah, engine cover. Yeah, the little yeah. Easter egg thing, yeah. Oh, no, and there it's stickers on the outside, too. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen those. Yeah. I haven't been up really. At least, at least the one that I saw at the dealership, Yeah, it had, like, full-blown decals of T-Rex chasing down raptors all the way down the side of the truck. Yeah. It was that's actually, Mopar for you. That's it was yeah. obnoxiousness Yeah, there, mo- yeah. <laughs> Fits in this one, too. Mopar's marketing department is is pretty pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, they have their work cut out because Ford has declared war oh, on just, the truck and off-road market. Just recently, too, because oh, yeah, no, they were getting their ass, asses kicked with the Raptor because it was a V6, V6 turbo. turbo. I mean, fast as hell. Like, I mean, like we, we had one like early on in the shop, and you know, <laughs> we put an exhaust on it for the customer, and, and he was like, yeah. well, yeah, he was like, yeah, go ahead and, you know. Open it up a little bit. See see how it sounds. Let me know what you think. Terrible. And I remember like getting in it and punching it like all excited. And I was like, oh, that's cool. This is a lifted four-wheel drive Honda. All would, the way down the street. That honestly would have sounded better. <laughs> <laughs> and and like, like it's just I think I think we're gonna get away from you know, even the enthusiast side of it is gonna get away from these loud exhaust notes like there's always gonna be people who love a good v8 rumble like yeah. what well, car guy doesn't but the speed and the power coming out of these yeah twin turbo v6 ecoboost that ford's building mm-hmm. it's like okay i don't care if it's silent like yeah i'm just gonna quietly Fast put my eyeballs in the back of my skull like <laughs> but now they've got the uh, the raptor r which is 770 yep. horse something like that horsepower yep just to come back at yeah the, well that's the, the TRX. i think the raptor r is like it's the it's the um, what do they call it? The god is it the Godzilla motor? No, no, that's Nissan's. Mm. What do they call it? It's, it's, same, it's, it's like a seven. It's, in, it's like a seven point three liter. No, it's not. It's the same V8. thing that's in the GT five hundred. 
It's not the Godzilla. I thought it was the big V8 that's in the Tremors. So. Mm-mm. No, it's the, the same thing that's in the GT500, I'm pretty sure. Hold on. We're, we're Googling. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm surprised that... I wonder how Chevy, they stand up to the Rivian. Because you said the Rivian was super fast. When are you, those super trucks, though? Well, that's, I think super truck. <coughs> but, so when it but comes I'm just, to I just mean more from a from a speed perspective, right? Because whenever oh, yeah, you whenever no, you talk about no, no, the, the the Rivian is like faster than a Porsche. Yeah, but that's my point. Is like you talk about supercars, right? To me, these thousand horsepower cars that are just right. blazing down the street. To me, my definition of a super though is still internal combustion. Because okay. because electricity levels the field so much with everything, correct? That to be super to me, it's got to be ice. Well, it's got to be. But that's combustion. the thing, right? Going back to the where the term comes from, like the supercar is now irrelevant. We have hypercars, yeah. Right, all these electric you go pick up a, a hybrid dealership that goes zero to sixty yeah. in one point. Yeah, but there's seconds. like the new Ferraris, the Porsche yeah. Spider, like mm-hmm. like all like all of these manufacturers have hybrid electric that it just craps all over anything internal combustion because of the instantaneous torque yeah. um, the raptor r is the 5.2 liter v8 that is in the gt <laughs> useless knowledge that's why they call us the dirt nerds um it is two horsepower shy of the 702 horsepower trx oh so it is 700 horsepower? just below yeah oh man 700 um the trx is at 702 the raptor r comes with stock 37s Wow. Which again, like why? <laughs> why? Like like because you got to go fast and big. So that's that's what disappoints me. Well, you can't about, wheel this truck. I'm aware. Like, we watched it happen. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's what disappoints me so much about the the 392 Jeep. Why? Is cuz it still comes with 35s. Yeah, but it's still Yeah, but that's that's so dude, lame. Okay, but dude, you can wheel with 35. You but can't this, wheel with but, but since 400 you, what is it? 500 horsepower? Yes, you can. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. <laughs> you, you don't need it. But but that's the thing. Like at least the 392 Jeep is still a solid axle, 35s, lockers. Like that's still a trail rig, right? Like they it didn't make it great. fatter. Like a yeah. Raptor compared to an F150 is wider. Oh, it's so much. Like wider. it's so much wider. It takes like, up a whole lane, right? Like the like like they built these as desert trucks, right? Like they're not true off road trucks. They are purpose built for one thing and one thing only. Run it in sand and flexing on your neighbors. That yeah. one, mostly yeah. that one. Yeah, they they do run in the sand. But when I was uh, in Vegas for uh, the convention that I was out with Nada. but the uh, Mint 400 was going on. Yep. Guess what? I saw none of Raptors, Raptors, and TRXs. Right? Huh? Wonder why? Not but, even not even as the pre runners. But the pre runners were Ford Rangers and Tacomas. Ford Rangers yep. and Tacomas with long travel front and suspension. These, these, yeah. This is like Lauren Healy and like yep. like yeah. the big names in racing were out there. And they're, they're would love pre- to see if that. Uh, the uh, the girl we met at SEMA who was driving the Nissan Frontier. Oh, that was the Rebel Rally. That's a little bit different. Yeah, but that her truck was gorgeous. Oh, it was so good. Was so that the cool thing about like like the Rebel Rally? Like that's more of a point to point. That's not like a high horsepower race. Yeah. That's yeah. like that's like an overlanding race kind yeah. of thing, which is equally cool. And frankly, I think more, more interesting and like because the average person can do it. Yeah. If you absolutely. know how to use a map, like a paper map, not not not, <laughs> yeah, exactly. not there Apple you, Maps or Google go. Maps <laughs> or Waze, yeah. a, a paper map. You know how map. to listen to Siri. Right. <laughs> uh, and you've got four-wheel drive, some meaty tires, some basic mm-hmm. recovery skills, like you can get into something like that. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's like a mini version of the Dakar rally. Like, you know, there's... Dakar? Dakar. No, I... 
It's D A K A R. Dark Cars is a dealer D-A-C-A-R. group. D A C A R. And that's okay. a dealership group. I was, I was hard. All right. I'm pretty sure. It's... <laughs> We're Googling a lot in this episode. Sponsored by Tom's Wi Fi. <laughs> it's definitely D A K R. Okay. I never. A-R. That's that's yeah. over in like the Middle East, though. Africa, I believe. North Africa. Okay. And that's got those ridiculous diesel trucks that are like the size of yes. fire trucks. Those are my favorite. Uh, I don't even know what those are called, but I love them. <laughs> well, it's it's also not just those trucks. Yeah, yeah, it's everything. There's cars, bikes, trucks, quads, light prototypes, and classics. Okay. I'd love to know what classics are. Uh, it looks like it starts in France and goes all the way through North Africa. I'm so let's do it next year. Oh, yeah, we'll just... If, yeah, we'll just, if you'd like to sponsor us to go to the Dakar... Dakar. Dakar. Pretty sure it's... Um, no. Anyway, so, but, I mean, I, I think, I think why, we're starting so, to see a shift. I think the... the Why hasn't Chevy entered the game? They don't need to. Well, so so that's that's an interesting point. On the same level, sorry. Keep... I've got another point to make in a little bit. Go ahead. Okay. I don't think... I... I I don't think it's a worthwhile investment for the manufacturers <laughs> to do this. Ford is dumping so much money into their like off-road program right now, and it all just feels temporary. Oh yeah, right. Like they're trying to capitalize well, on the surge so much right money now. into EV as well. Right. So it's they're like, trying to capitalize on the off-road surge that's going on right now, and then well, when it plateaus out, they'll just it, right. And that's the thing, right? Like like the Wrangler's been around forever. It needed competition. You know, the only ever real competition I ever saw was a forerunner. Yeah. The forerunner Ford market. Ford brought competition hard, too. Oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, and that's, I mean, it's great. Until but, all the axles broke. But I think, <laughs> I think that, like, they're not in this for the long run. No. no. They're not in it for the Bronco to be produced for the next 50 years to compete with the Wrangler. No. The Wrangler's not going anywhere. Mm-mm. Not unless... Jeep goes out of business. Right. Like, <laughs> I mean, we may have electric Wrangler. Like, we will always have that platform in some fashion yeah you'll right. always be able to take the doors off and the top right off. right uh mm-hmm. and i and i think that's always going to keep them at the top of the market but well they also have their cult following right because it's the one you can take the top and doors off yeah. and whatever well they've, they've marketed it as the purpose-built vehicle right. for that right like take the kids to school on monday and yeah. hit the beach on friday and yeah. drive the, over I th- rocks I think, on saturday i think what will happen with the bronco eventually is it it will turn into the normal commuter vehicle again. Yeah. Like it's not, it's not like you said. It's not going to be around for the long haul in the off-road sense. Like people will still use it for that because I think as it continues to expand, you'll see a lot more people doing solid front axle swaps. You know, these companies will come out with beefed-up versions for the independent front suspension. But eventually, it's it's going to be what people said the four-door Wrangler turned into, which is going to be the soccer mom car. And I think it, I think it already has yeah. right. Yeah. Like, if, if that wasn't their intention to sell a ton of them, they would have made it solid front axle. Oh yeah. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, I think the that sounds like shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the problem is, <laughs> uh, I just it's it's not sustainable. It's nope, just yeah. it's not. You're not you're not going to sell. 2 million Bronco Raptors, right? The idea is not we're when gonna, they're 9 inches wider than the right, normal We're we're going we're going to build we're going to build all these cool off-roady style 
rigs to promote buying our base model. Yeah. Because the guy who can't afford the $100,000 Bronco Raptor goes, Is the oh, Bronco man, I kind of... going to compete with the uh, 392? No. You think it's going to be high horsepower? Is it going to be the... In, yeah, in, yeah, it is. It is a hopped up horsepower, long travel suspension. Like they're building it. The Bronco Raptor may be the one true vehicle that you can buy off the dealer lot and go run Ultra Four. They may be the first ones to pull that off. Okay, like right into the forty six hundred class. Yeah, because they've got the cage already. Uh, I don't think it's caged. Well, they've got the roll cage, like the yeah, Jeep does. yeah. Well, yeah, I think all the Broncos have that because yeah. it's convertible. But like, it's. Like, what is it, 14, 16 inches of travel, something ridiculous. It's yeah. 37s, it's lockers, it's super high end Fox shocks. Yeah, you throw, know, throw a five point All variable. It, yeah, good mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. Um, that may be the first real one. That, I wish Jeep would come in strong with something like that. I wish Jeep this would. May, this may force it. I don't think they will. I think I think Ford has such a good hold on Ultra Ford. Yeah, but, but here's you, what it you com- say that, but then you look at something like the Wagoneer, which Jeep historically has never really tried to compete in the large SUV market. Right. And now because of things like the Yukon Denali's and the Suburbans the and things like that, I, I, yeah, they're, I, they're bringing that back because the Grand Cherokee being their luxury model doesn't cut it anymore. It's a midsize SUV. So yeah. I think from an off-road perspective, like the, the truck and off-road segment of the aftermarket has been the fastest growing for like the last five or six years. Yeah, I mean, look at what Ford did. They pretty much discontinued all of their sedans. Right. Minus Uh, the Mustang. I I believe in 2020, it hit the largest segment Mm -hmm. of aftermarket. um, And it's continuing to grow from there, which is kind of outrageous. And I, and all people got stuck inside during COVID. Yeah. And the manuals outside. And how do we do that? I I think, I, I think where, where a lot of people are saying like, oh, the Bronco is going to take sales away from the Wrangler. No, it's not. I, I think people who want a Jeep want a Jeep. They don't want an off-road vehicle. The Bronco is taking sales away from the 4Runner. It's taking sales away from Suburbans. Whatever it is. Because it is a 4Runner, you can just take the doors and top off of it. Right, right. Like like the people who kind of want to go off-road, but they're not really sure. And like the Jeep just doesn't really make sense because it is pretty small in the mm-hmm. SUV market, right? Not a big backseat, not a lot of cargo space. My brain just did something funny. I came up with a new word. The Broverlanders. Broverlanders? I like it. <laughs> I like it. But but you're right, right? Like it's funny like 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 it like, ha- like I felt yeah. it happen. I'm like the, this is a new word. The, the midlife <laughs> the midlife crisis dad who like you want to go off-roading, but as our wives put it the other day, like instead of making them weekend widows, like yeah, like <laughs> still they, a great one from last yeah, night. Yeah, they uh, uh, yeah, the guys of the weekend warriors. The yeah, girls of the like, weekend widows. Like yeah. they're, they're, the extent of off roading they're ever going to do is driving on the beach in the Outer Banks on the once a week that their family goes Dude, that there. Was so disappointing. I did that. Right. So so we drove the the Wrangler down to the Outer Banks three weeks ago, and we're like, oh yeah, we got to go drive on the beach. I've heard it's so great. It's so much fun. It was. It's like I'm gonna, I'm gonna drive my Sonata next time. Yeah, and it's I'm gonna save the gas. <laughs> save the gas. Well, and that's and that's the thing, right? Like the the Bronco goes after those people. Yeah, right. Like you 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 have the family of four. You need to haul the sports equipment around, mm-hmm. but you want to put the top down every once in a while, and you want to go fast and be fuel efficient and comfortable. Oh, yeah. the, I mean, it definitely all has the things that a Wrangler is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Smooth and that ride right quick, which. As off-road guys, don't mind my dogs. As off-road guys, 
<laughs> it's great, right? Because more and more people are getting to the hobby, and they're mm-hmm. they're now going, "Wow, this was fun!" Like I enjoyed driving on the beach because I've never driven on anything other than asphalt. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna find my local trail. I'm gonna. Oh, this was a blast! Mm-hmm. I need a lift kit in 35s, and like yeah, and that- and everything's just spirals and. All the manufacturers are on board with that. Like, and, and they're, they're pushing that because of these, or they're pushing that with these massive, ridiculous uh, well, super trucks. Right. Hey, this is a cool thing. Right. What else does this company make that is kind of similar yeah. that I can How, what, what, take? What version I, of this can I afford? Yeah. Oh, let us show you the sport. Oh, well, my neighbor's got one of those. Oh, let us show you the... The Outer Banks. The, the Outer Banks with the Sasquatch <laughs> package. Like, this will be bigger than your neighbors. Yeah, I need that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially man. in this area. Right. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's it's awesome. And, like, going back to what you said with Chevy, Chevy's always been the work truck, right? Yeah. Like, I know Ford claims well, that's the best-selling truck and all that that's fun stuff. That's what I was going to say is, is, are those super trucks, too, like the 3500s that make a th- like 900 horsepower, 1,000 no, no. foot those are, torque? Those are work horses. Yeah, it's a work truck. Because that's but also Because here's, here's, here's the thing. And here's where I think that the whole, it's still a gimmick, is those are popular in very specific places. Places yeah. where the average income is higher than normal. You have that mentality right. of keeping up with the Joneses or beating them, yeah. as the case may be. Yeah. For the rest of the country, for the rest of the world, those things are seen as unnecessary. Unattainable. Unattainable super well, vehicles. Yeah. Unattainable, yes, but more unnecessary than anything else, right? Like the average guy who wants to just be able to haul stuff from his house to the dump or pick up stuff from the hardware store. Or you, tow your shitbox to the trail. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> all you need for the most part, is a 1500. I'm like, so excited we all have trailers now. That makes yeah. me so happy. <laughs> but, like, you don't need more than that, right? Like, you don't need more than a 1500. No. It's nice to have. Especially especially nice with the modern have. ones, right? Yeah. Like, like, this is, like, the super trucks are great. We're getting great technology. We're getting great advancements it's push, out it's of it. It's pushing the, the whole industry. Right. Yeah. Which right. is really cool. Which I think which is, is the that's purpose. the important part of it. But exactly. Yeah. It's, it's you know, you're going to, if you looked across the country, I bet you could pinpoint on a map five major cities where the majority of those trucks are sold. LA, DC, Dallas, Miami, Austin. Yeah, probably not even New York, yeah. Dallas, Austin, Miami would probably be another. Uh, one. I don't know, I feel like it'd be You'd a Midwest town. You'd be surprised. Town. I feel like it'd be a Midwest town. But no, no, but no, my, no but Miami's going to be all your sports cars, your yeah, all your Ferraris they and They are Porsches. getting big into trucks. Yeah, they are, but they're not not but those are not like, bigger than. But those are the types of areas where those trucks are going to be popular, right? Detroit like, and you, well, your 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 Midwest is always the number one truck sales. Yeah, and you 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 pluck out your high income areas of the Midwest, mm-hmm. and I can guarantee you that's where you find the majority of your Raptors. Mm-hmm. And then you go west to Vegas and Arizona, oh, where yeah. you actually have, like the one percent of the country that you can. Texas would go probably bomb be the, the desert at eighty area. miles an hour in your oh, Raptor. Yeah. Texas Dude, would I'd probably be one that. of the largest areas, considering would, how yeah. flat and open it is. Yeah. So you but, can run those things. But at the other, but the other end of that is the Texas guys that have the money are buying the thirty five hundred Dually Denali, of course, because yeah. they got seventeen horses they got to haul for their wife, <laughs> or like, and they're looking at the Raptor going, "That's cute," <laughs> or, or they're, they're hauling. Their oh, you got seven hundred horsepower. I got a thousand. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and six tires. Yeah. <laughs> And four race trucks. Yeah. 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 Let's, let's, let's see your Raptor haul this 
25,000 pound camper. Well, and that's and that's what it comes down to, right? It's like Adrian it's a made truck. that Adrian made that comment right. the other day with his Bronco. He's over at the shop and he goes, "My Bronco's a more of a truck than anything on this lot." And I went, "It's not more of a truck than my GMC Sierra 1500. <laughs> it's not more of a truck than my truck." Yeah, and I literally said that to him. And I'm just he just like, "Huh?" And I'm like, "What does that thing haul?" He's like, "Oh, like it's about around eight and i was like cool mine does 12 like it's it's yeah. that is purpose built right. to haul stuff it's well like, but but again that that's a matter of perspective yeah. where like adrian comes from the supercar world the hypercar yep. world where a race trailer and a race car only weighs six thousand pounds yep. mm-hmm. where our, G- our trailer weighs six thousand <laughs> yeah. pounds. You like can, you can pull it with your BMW X5, <laughs> right? Uh, M Sport, right? Well, yeah, which we just we, I have a friend that does that. Yeah, he pulls his race car with a BMW a very X5 thing, yeah. M Sport. Yeah. That's oh jeez! First day, <laughs> yeah. First day with a microphone. Ooh. But like, we just hooked up that brake controller on the JL because he was going to be towing yeah. an off-road trailer. Like, yeah. it's only sixteen hundred pounds, but yeah. But Still when you're going towed. down a steep hill in Moab, like mm-hmm. you want your trailer to have brakes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah, it's. I, I mean, the dealer the dealer modifications are awesome. Oh, I think they're fun because well, right? But, like but I, I think it's also like I was going with the Bronco customers and whatever. It's making off roading. <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, oh. Uh, uh, I'm okay. I'm good. <laughs> I can't wait till you start speaking. Hi. Get it? It just, uh, just rips out. <laughs> um, so if you had to choose a super truck. Non EV, which one would it be? I guess which of the two? Uh, no, because do you, can I say the thirty five hundred dually Denali? <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> fully loaded. That's super super enough. Because that like that's but that's, that's what I is, want a truck for. I don't yeah. I don't need a truck to go zero to sixty in three and a half seconds. Trevor, what would you choose? I want I'm a truck s- to go zero to sixty with twenty thousand pounds. So you behind ha- it. so you already have your twenty five hundred diesel. Would yeah. you get rid of that one? Or would you keep that one and also have a Raptor? Do I get so? Are you, is, is that, this is this like the best of both on, worlds? Hold like on. no, no. Uh, this so is, to add to your collection now, what would it be? Add to the collection, or can your I get can of I, garbage? Can I get? Can I trade in for cash value? Because like what's so that's, what's a, what's so a Raptor? Answer, answer your answer your answer the question first, and I've got a second part. We're gonna go around in a circle. So basically, if you said like I get my my twenty five hundred as my work truck, what super truck do I have to drive to? piss off my neighbors who don't care yeah um i'd probably get a trx just because v8 i mean no other reason see i would i saw you as the I raptor r because the raptor r is also v8 i have a different reason that's fair I'll get, <sighs> but you know what the biggest problem with the raptor r is it's, it's forward. forward problem yeah. circled on Ding the front <laughs> like, so i'm 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 going with the TRX. The one that we saw at the dealership was really I was, nice. I think I, I think they're do, really pretty yeah like it's a good it's a great looking I wish truck. they would oh, yeah. do, a, do a new reaper because the reapers are cool do you remember the chevy reapers yeah they were hideous well that but they were also they, they released those with <laughs> but the, let's um, go let's go back then let's talk for like the the original ford lightnings not the new ev lightning mm. the original lightning you've got what the uh was it like the blazer extreme and the oh, gmc cyclones like these turbo little v6 awesome. mini truck things I forgot about the gmc right? cyclone and then dude. you had the 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 ram with the viper v10 in it yep yeah. That was like the Super B or whatever, I guess, yeah. mm-hmm. or an SRT. It was an SRT ten or something like yeah, that, right? Yeah, it was right? the SRT yeah. ten. Um, yeah, was, I mean, it's it's not a new concept, right? We've been putting high horsepower at everything, but it's still so, so TRX, 
TRX. TRX. I, I can't. I can't do Ford. Having driven so many Fords, working at Enterprise, I just can't do it, man. They break down all the time, and it's absolutely ridiculous. At this at this point in my life, I've said I would never own a Ford, and Stick I mean, into it. they could literally drop the greatest, most expensive, most beautiful truck in my driveway with the keys and the title, and I sell it immediately <laughs> i think i would just have to be like i'm sorry just based on principle yeah and then and then we can give it away for followers or something like, <laughs> when we get to a million followers we'll give the truck away just out uh, of principle yeah i'm trx too yeah i wish i wish chevy had one um but they also what would it, oh, hold on. so so, so, the so sec- what would it be what mm. what so i keep keep, I keep it a half ton truck right so your silverado yep. Silverado 1500. So 1500. With the Camaro, the, what's the craziest Camaro engine they have right now? Is the, what, the, Z2, the ZL1 Camaro? ZL162 and long travel would, suspension with lockers. But would that even, would it even compete? Yeah, it would compete. Would it? But would I think it, it would. Cause, would it? Because what's, what's a ZL1 Camaro or Z28? Which one's the high horsepower I one? I think the ZL1 is the high horsepower one. Yeah, but how much? <sighs> a lot. Hold on, hold on. That's helpful. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't followed the the muscle car world in a very long time. Also, so it's six hundred and fifty. Yeah. So no. God, that's a lot in a small car. <laughs> Two wheel drive small car, just ripping. And it's also a track car too. Yeah. That's not a that's not a straight. Yeah, line but you're car talking anymore. about putting that in a heavy ass truck. Yeah, but I yeah, mean, but it's still the same horse. It's yeah, fifty I, horsepower. I, I mean, fifty horsepower does make a difference. Yeah. I mean, you can make up for it in other ways. I've never noticed fifty horsepower. <laughs> It's because I'm actually horsepower. Yeah. It's, <laughs> if I added 50 horsepower to your Sonata, you would notice. Fair. <laughs> Let's just go get a 50 shot of nitrous. I don't, you'll, no, you'll notice that. I'm down. As Let's the do piston it. goes right into orbit. <laughs> 300,000 miles. Yeah, my Sonata would not like that. Uh, um, so, would you have that, the, the TRX, or the cash equivalent in a supercar? Like a like a Porsche or the new Mustang, Ooh. McLaren Ooh, F1 I wasn't, LM. I wasn't that's, going that route. That's different though, because that's much more. Because I'm thinking like one hundred twenty thousand dollars. If you gave it, if you gave me a hundred to one hundred twenty k for for a super put, truck or no no the cash equivalent. Super, yeah, I would <laughs> me being me dump that straight into the twenty five hundred. <laughs> you make, dump one hundred twenty thousand dollars into your twenty five hundred. A pre emissions diesel. With a hundred and twenty grand build budget for a trans and motor, that thing's gonna make fifteen hundred horsepower and be completely restored and comfortable. Fair, okay. And you're gonna tell me that uh, fifteen hundred horsepower out of that diesel would not be fun. It wouldn't last very long. I think everything would break behind it. <laughs> no, but that's but with that budget. Well, yeah, yeah. With a with hundred twenty, you make it work. You could you could build the you could build a race truck with leather seats and a sound system. For 120k, and pull your shitbox Jeep. <laughs> yes, that my, would be the best part. My my twelve hundred dollar Jeep. <laughs> I guess probably closer to Scrap Scrap Heap two is probably going to come are in. We dub- are we dubbing it Scrap Heap two yeah. Yes. Oh. Yeah. I got to a point yesterday working on it where I was like, I'm not going to buy more metal, so I just started using <laughs> random scrap pieces I had. Is there renegade parts on that one too? Ooh, not yet, not but yet. I did find the old red tow hooks. Oh, yeah. And I was like, that would be a nice aesthetic sticking out of the bumper right next to the leaf spring shackles. That, Jesus yeah. Christ. So, Let's yeah, it, it may end up with some old renegade Let's parts. Do on it. It. <laughs> so, you're, you're also the same boat? Well, hold on. I, I didn't finish the oh, question because oh. if you're giving so, me the cash equivalent to buy <clears throat> any car, any car. So, yeah, like I'm probably going to go buy a BMW M8. Yeah. Because I'm bougie like that. Yeah. <sighs> 
or maybe a Rivian, or maybe both. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's just throw all the money out the window. Ask um, me again tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in all honesty, I'm I'm probably going the route of getting a supercar instead of a super truck. I'd still I'd, in in all honesty, because at the end of the day, the way I look at it is, all these quote unquote super trucks are still just fifteen hundreds. Yeah. Like if if I'm if I'm going to buy it for you're the losing, purpose, you're losing capability in the vehicle yeah. but with that, the power. But that's and that's my biggest issue with it is. I can go buy a 1500 that will do more of what I actually want it to do for yeah. a third of the cost. Trucks yeah. doing truck things. Yeah. I, I hate to be like the stereotypical middle-aged white dude right now, but like trucks are for truck things. Yeah. Like you That's you, that's my whole yeah. mentality. You want to go it. you want to go fast? Like go yeah. buy a cool car. Yeah. Yeah, that's my debate cuz like I love I love the super trucks. I think they're cool and I think they're they're they'd be super fun. Yeah. You'd get in trouble with them quick and they don't serve a purpose. Yeah. I think I'd go with like the the cash equivalent and a Porsche. Yeah. I don't know what that is because I'm not a Porsche fanboy, but I do like the Porsches a lot. I mean, you could go buy yourself like a Camaro or a Corvette. Like you don't have to buy something European. I, yeah. I no, was, I would though. Yeah. So would like, I. Because I've got my Camaro, I'd obviously make that yeah. run. My big but, issue is I'm I'm much more of a like old school car guy yeah like i would much prefer to have like a 70s era like charger Mm. right like classic american muscle is where my heart lives with that kind of stuff so like the new porsches like yeah they're fast it's just they're so pretty eh. yeah they're 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 gorgeous here's the thing they are not very comfortable uh adrian's might be uh, I think they're all probably really comfortable. Yeah, you're spending 120 they're, grand on a Porsche, but that's yeah. the thing; they're not as comfortable as you yes, think. Yes, they, they are. are. No, they're not. Yes, they are. Dude, Porsche, I, hook it I up. drove them around for every single day. I've driven a lot of them, also. Yeah, we worked at the same dealerships. I'm aware. <laughs> the The ones they had on the lot, not very comfortable. Did you only drive like GT3 RSs? <laughs> like, did you only drive their factory race cars? No, drove every <laughs> single thing on that lot. I would hate to have to sell you a car for for the money. For the money, are you a Mercedes spin- guy? You're a Mercedes no, guy. God, no. Mercedes are the most uncomfortable car ever. All right. I don't, well, I'm talking about. I just put a racing seat in my Cherokee, and that's the most uncomfortable thing I've ever sat in. Yeah, I was. I don't know if Trevor's ever been uncomfortable. I yeah. can't. Well, so no, he like also the thought Audis are super comfortable. He also thought his yeah. wife's the Volkswagen, Audis are way more comfortable to me than the Mercedes are. He also thought his wife's Volkswagen Bug was fast. <laughs> when did I ever say that? <laughs> oh, you said that a, a lot. I wish we was. It's so zippy. I, I, I wish we would have been driving because it looked ridiculous. It's a light car. Of course, it's going to be. It wasn't peppy. that light. No, no I, I wish white cars are like Porsche, a <laughs> Porsche Carrera 911s. Those are light, <laughs> which is also a Volkswagen Beetle. But yeah, yeah. that's to piss off another group of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Um, Where are we going? I don't remember. Oh well, uh, the accessibility of. OEM trail rigs, I think, is probably a good way to break it down, right? Like, yeah. Like, bringing up Chevy not having a super truck, I think they were very sensible. Like, they're kind of like well, they the straight-edge Christian car maker right now. Like, the new... <laughs> like, like Dodge is over here doing cocaine <laughs> and, and stuff in the fattest V8 they can build in everything, including minivans and Jeeps. And Ford's There's, trying to catch up with Dodge. Ford, Ford's trying to drive over every rock on the planet... And like and failing, I wouldn't go with failing. I mean, they're doing a pretty good job on their first attempt. Yeah, uh, and then Chevy's just over here, like, ah, sorry, I got to work nine to five. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, but I think Yo, that you kids have fun. Yeah, but yeah. You, you said it earlier, right? Where it's like Ford has tried to have that claim of they're the working man's truck for a long right. time, right? And I think that's where Chevy is taking over that title now right. because of the accessibility well, well, of it. Well, well, the old joke, like the F-150 is the best-selling truck in America because you have to always buy a new one every three years. <laughs> <laughs> never heard that before. Really? No, I've never yeah, heard it's, that. I mean, we both have 20-year-old Chevys that can still mostly <laughs> pull its weight that it could 20 years ago. Those are yeah, some no, bad great. examples. Yeah, back, no, back, but they're not, though, right? Like, like my, my truck's over 300,000 miles. Leaks oil out of every freaking seal on the motor and doesn't start. Oh no! It starts. It started this morning. I find, I, I, the battery was dead. The brake controller apparently is stuck on. That's good. don't ask me why. It because it, it didn't used to work, and now truck. all of a sudden it's stuck it works on. too well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that thing, as tired and hurt as it is, oh, it's hurt. Has still pulled a jeep and a trailer. To Pennsylvania and back, to the Cove and back, up and down mountains. Like I've driven that thing on four or five hour rides. Would it make it to Moab? Probably. The seats are very comfortable. Am I going to attempt they it? Are very Probably not. The seats are very oh, comfortable. Again, to my point, right? But I, I'm not even. I don't even consider buying a new truck. Like if I had the budget right now to buy a vehicle, it would not be a full size pickup. Get truck. that Porsche and put those seats in it. <laughs> Those two seats seats may weigh more than the entire Porsche. (laughs) Uh, But going back to Chevy being the sensible geniuses they are, this is going to sound like... That's going to piss off a lot of people. Yeah, that pisses me off because they're not. The the new Blazer makes me so angry. Have you seen the new Canyon? The new GMC Canyon. Have you seen the new Colorado Trail Boss? I watched the the Colorado 2023 Colorado Okay, so as of... We are recording this on the 14th. As of the 11th, the GMC Canyon, which, as most people know, is the GMC version of the Colorado, mm-hmm. has been released. Has fewer trim packages than what the Colorado is going to come with. Um, the cool part is all the GMCs are going to have the high output turbo four banger, 310 horsepower. That's so much power for turbo four banger, yeah. right? But it's a super small truck. Well, for the AT4X, super small. The AT4X <laughs> is like their top line. Yep. off-road package yep there's gonna be the at4x the at4 a denali and a base i forget what they call the base the denali is obviously the luxury yeah the at4 is your basically what it is now slightly lifted all-terrain styling sport styling the at4x front and rear lockers okay rock sliders and wench no, that's that's only in the first edition. Mm. Um, like the but, launch edition? But a, yeah, but it's a 3-inch and 33s oh, nice. over the base model. So it's basically the equivalent of what the ZR2 will three be. 3-inch and 33s. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so it's the equivalent of the ZR2, which is the Colorado version. Mm-hmm. Um, the Colorado ZR2 will even have another one above that, which is the Desert Boss, which is kind of going after the uh, Ranger Raptor. Okay. But what I like what they did is they actually broke the packages down to what their uses are, right? Like, you get a Bronco, and you know they have all the different packages. They have the Wild Track, they have the Badlands, they have Outer Banks, they have Big Ben, they have all these, you know, fancy off-roady names for them. It's the same truck, yeah. Different colors, different interiors. Some have front and rear, some have rear, some have no lockers. Um, Chevy basically built a Trail Boss. There's a Z71, which is your typical Z71 package. The Trail Boss, which, if I 
I don't believe has the locker, Mm-mm. but it's a, like a one inch lift, some aggressive all terrains, you know, off roady type stuff. It's good then you go package. up to the ZR2, which has fancier shocks, bigger lift, bigger tires. Like they they kind of tiered it right where it's not you're buying the full blown off road package or nothing. Um, and then they even like they're all a little bit different. So like you live out west and you live in Texas and you want to go well, bomb Chevy's flat no, dirt Chevy's roads. Chevy's known for all of the packages too. Also there's true. So, there's so many different travel models for all of the trucks. But I, I think they they broke it down well as opposed to Ford and Dodge that are just like ah power. <laughs> but I think that's I think that's where they're going to benefit because like we talked about the other day where they're all going to have the same motor, just different tune packages right. in it. Well, yeah, that's the Colorado. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's... That's a production thing. That's a cost-saving technique. True, but I think it also affords people the feeling of they're still getting the good motor, right? right. Like, you have... Right, there's the no, past, like, oh, yeah, there's like no, Jeep, like, you have to argue over the V6 or the four-cylinder or yeah. the diesel and all this, which... Straight six all day. Yeah. But... Coming back. Yeah. <laughs> but I think... I think that's where they're going to take it over some of those other manufacturers in that accessibility market, right? Because people are going to feel like even if I buy the base model, yeah, I'm still you getting upgrade. Yeah. an upgrade over right. everything else. Which kind of goes back to the old days where, like, you just optioned out a car. There, you know, mm-hmm. like like Chevy was really the first ones to the do. Copo. The, yeah, um, the the packages. Yep. Yeah. You know, the sixties muscle cars, which is what makes the, the, the muscle car error so great mm-hmm. is you could go in and go, I want a Camaro. I want, Oh, I can't afford the V eight. All right, fine. I'll get a V six, but I'm going to get the stripe package and the bucket seats yeah. and the manual transmission. And like, you kind of got this unexpected one off custom car. Yep. Uh, and of course, you know, as it grew and people dealerships started to put these packages together. Mm-hmm. So people could come out and go, I want this car, right? Yep. That's why we had the Yankos and the the Copos, like, like, like the was it Central Office production order was Copo, yeah, it was right? Copo. Yeah, you so could, you could take any color, right. any engine, any transmission, any rear end with the Copo and put it in the. I think it was the Camaro. Uh, I think the, I think just about I think the Camaro and the Corvette both had options yeah, for, for the it. Copo. Um, but it was, just, that was crazy because yeah. you could get any color think, right that they made. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was that was uh, the wildest thing. I would love yeah. to see someone do that again. Uh, Which I guess Ford did with the GT, the new GT40. They had options for yeah. I think, I think it was just color. I, I mean, some of the manufacturers have that. Like BMW calls it um, BMW Individual, where like you can go in and pick out every little detail of the car. But it, you're still limited to what their production abilities yeah. are. Um, yeah, back in the '60s, yeah. they they didn't care. Yeah, they, well, yeah, they, <laughs> it was just selling cars as yeah. quickly as they could. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, like I like that Chevy kind of is entering the hardcore market, right? They went from like, oh, yeah, look, we put 18s and <laughs> an all-season instead of a yep. summer tire on our Z71. Well, they had the Bison, which was a... Well, yeah, but the Bison... Impressive. Was that the AV? That bison? was AV, yeah. 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 So that was so, just a ZR2 that was yeah. customized... And and uh, it was like that's considered upfitting. Yeah. That's not really yeah, that was uh, sold back through dealerships by AV. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I mean, one day I would like to get into upfitting. Like that's a great market. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Second, what Shelby is same thing as AV. Shelby is not owned by Ford. Ori- are they? Uh, uh, when Shelby was alive, you would be correct. Oh, they Shelby got bought out by Ford after Shelby died. Well, sort of. You like. The Shelby today's Shelby's are built by Ford. Okay, uh, 
early, unfortunately. I mean, and like, yeah, like it goes 2010, 2011. They were still built by Shelby. No, really. As of like 1968, that's why the 67 GT 500s are so sought after because that was the last year that they were actually built by Shelby. There you go. You uh, learned something new today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So going back into the sixties, like the 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 Shelby's, uh, it was known as like a body in white. Basically, Ford would build the back half of a Mustang, dip it in white e coat, and ship it to Shelby, who then built his own fiberglass fenders for the front and the rear of the hood that were longer. All the back pieces are Shelby built, um, and it was all done by them in '68 because '67 sold so well. Ford was like, nope, we're bringing it in-house. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, all your current Shelby stuff is just a Ford package. Oh. It's all licensing at this point. I didn't know that. Oh, shit. All right. Uh, kicking stuff now. It's wrapped in my foot. All right. Stop moving. All right, we're better now. We're good. Everybody all right? <laughs> uh, it's the head that says, headset that's not getting used either. So, yeah, I mean, like, upfitting opens up a whole nother set of conversations because, yeah. you know, like, like those yeah. Rocky Ridge trucks or the... Mm. Uh, what was the other Chevy? Like, like Hennessy too. Hennessy is an upfitter. Hennessy would be and an upfitter. Roush would be an upfitter. Ridiculous upfitter. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there. I don't know if you can order Hennessy from a Ford dealership. I don't think you can. I think you have to uh, ship. Your, I think you have to buy your truck then ship it to yeah. Hennessy. They, they like may be able. To, they the may thing. be able to acquire the truck from Ford for you, but I think you're doing that entire purchase through them. Yeah. Upfitting is like you're going to walk into Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram and go. I want a dirt nerd stage two, and they're going to roll in a Jeep that we built sitting on the lot. And if you ask that right now, they're going to laugh at you like, "What the hell does yeah, that mean?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day. Uh, one day. Any any dealer groups out there that want us to design and build? We have some great ideas. Just putting that out there. Um, good universe vibes. Yeah. Good vibes. Yeah. yeah. Sending out good vibes. That's uh, maybe one of our seven hundred and fifty downloads. That's other big news in the podcast <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. We hit seven hundred and fifty total downloads. Yeah, we're getting a hundred plus downloads a week. That's pretty good. Uh-huh. But cool, guys. That was fun. That was a good episode. Yeah, I yeah. enjoyed that one. Just um, me rambling about automotive <laughs> production. Yeah, just your nerdiness. That's okay. Yeah, it's, I mean that's the fun stuff though. I love the automotive production stuff yeah. because it's really where the aftermarket starts. Is with what the what. I can't. The aftermarket starts because the dealer can't provide Correct. what the customer wants to yeah, a level. Well, for whatever reason, yeah. Yeah. Right? whether it's production cost, whatever. But the aftermarket's also good for the individualism, right? Like yeah. it's yeah. we're no longer in the realm of the '60s where you have those one-off individual cars you bought well, from the dealer. Yeah. I, I think the we're aftermarket gonna, allows you to do that. I think we're going to see some really cool things happening in the aftermarket with this resurgence of a high performance, whether it's capabilities or horsepower or whatever mm-hmm. of base cars, right? Yeah. Like yeah. Well, for that, we need to keep helping help SEMA fight because they're fighting for all the legislation to make these Correct. things to make the aftermarket possible because they're, they're, they're trying to not to get political, but the, the political parties either or are trying to outlaw some modifications. Like Virginia just went back to where you can't modify your exhaust past a certain right. decibel. Right. When they got rid of that two years ago, where you could have... Well, yeah, something like that. Yeah. And, uh, and, and SEMA fought hard you know for that. You know how you fight now. that? Put exhaust on everything. 
<laughs> well, I get ticketed all the time. It'll be like South Park all over again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a certain level, too, of like the technology advancements we're seeing out of OEMs to to not need it, per se. Yeah. Right? Like, you go back to when the like emissions components were so restrictive. That's why, you know, it, it's a thing to put an exhaust mm-hmm. or yeah. delete your cats or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But now, because... The OEs are seeing that you can't do that. You can't unlock that power, but they can. We're now seeing high flow cats and high horsepower tunings well, and so, all this stuff. So they're also realizing that all that stuff is also better for fuel efficiency. Correct. So you get all the high flow everything, right. it's better for fuel efficiency. Yeah, like, I mean, it wasn't all that long ago. Like, I remember being in high school and like <laughs> going to car shows as a 16 year old kid and being made fun of because I got a four cylinder rice burner. Right, because some some old guys got a big V eight, and it's like, mm-hmm. dude, your giant V eight makes three hundred horsepower. <laughs> My little four cylinder makes two hundred and ten. Yep, like per cylinder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and now, like we were just talking about, right? Like with with turbos, like we're getting these small displacement, massive horsepower. Yeah, numbers. Hundred horsepower cylinder on some of these cars. Like yeah. the Kia. Yeah, my wife's key is a 1.6 liter turbo, and it makes like 235 horsepower. Brittany's is the same way. She's a 2.0 turbo yeah. in her Hyundai Santa Fe. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah, it's technology <laughs> is fantastic. But then you have the awesome. bad end of that, which is the Ford Focus ST, which is blue cylinder heads off left and right. Well, that's because it's, <laughs> it's a Ford. It's because it's a Ford. Found on road dead. Yeah. Wow, we're, well, I can, we can basically delete half of our... Uh, listenership right now because <laughs> hopefully they're not all Ford people. Nah, because if anything... Just kidding, everybody. We love the Ford Raptor. If, if anything, I find we do that... Like the, we do like the Ford Bronco. I do like the Bronco. Yeah. I, I think that... The Bronco's a good platform. I think as, they did a really good job with it. Yeah. It's, as much as it sounds like I'm knocking it, they did... Yeah, they, they did. Built they, a, did a, they built a good rig. Mm-hmm. It's just not a Jeep. Like, it, it, people just need to stop comparing things to Jeeps. Until somebody gives you a short wheelbase, narrow, small-bodied, solid dual front solid axle. axle <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, you want, if, if Ford wants to compete with Jeep, Ford, this is a call-out right now. Give me a two-door Bronco with your front and rear coilovers and a solid front axle and make it the Jeep killer edition. I don't know. Your marketing people will come <laughs> up with something better. But that will be, be, that will be the first, that. That will be the fr- <laughs> first Ford I will buy. If they build a factory solid front axle on coilovers with long arms, mm-hmm. that'd be ridiculous. That'd be awesome. But why, that's, like, that's but what that's I'm saying. Like, compete. why? Well, yeah. Why does nobody compete with Jeep? Right. Because they can't. Well, one, they can't. Jeep's like that market has been cornered for so long that to try and break it's the in, cult following. Yeah. yeah, you're never you're never going to get at this Jeep point. You're never Jeep. Exactly. You're yeah. going to get people who want to get into off roading. You're going to give them an entry level start in a Bronco mm-hmm. or so my, a Forerunner or a Colorado or a Canyon. You're never going to get a Jeep person out of a Jeep. My, my favorite. I do kind of want the Canyon. Should we send us a Canyon or a Colorado? My yeah. favorite Frodo right now is not Could available in the the U.S. It's the G, the new. Uh, the is it Suzuki Jimmy? Oh, the Jiminy, yeah, the Jiminy, dude, yeah. those are so cool. When we were in Mexico, yeah, it's the new samurai everywhere. Yeah, those yeah. are so yeah. cool. Those are my favorite. I would, I would jump on one of those in a minute if it was available for sale in the U.S. I wonder, can we, can we start a trend? Let's What's start that? a trend right now. Compact overlanding, coverlanding, no. So like we'll, we'll, we'll coin a term that didn't work. <laughs> you know how like 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 in the that can- just sounds like you want to go overlanding at the cove. Yeah. <laughs> 
in the camping world, there's like backpackers where like they do everything out of a single backpack and they go yeah. hike the AT and Appalachian Trail and they're gone for a month at living out of a backpack and yeah. they grow hairy armpits and all kinds of <laughs> wacky things because they don't, you know, like a razor's too heavy. <laughs> oh, uh, man, that extra two ounces is a killer. But that's my point, right? <laughs> like, let's do a backpacking version of overlanding in like Suzuki Samurais. I'm down. I'm totally down to review somebody's video of them doing that. All right, that. Tim and I are going. Suzuki, send, <laughs> Suzuki, send us a Jiminy. Yeah. And we'll build one. Send the check. Just or it, the Jiminy. Instead of, instead of like the rooftop tents that sleep six, you get the rooftop tent that sleeps two. <laughs> or one. <laughs> or just not a rooftop tent. You just have a regular tent. Nah, it's, no, it's got to no, be attached to the vehicle. It's, 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 be it's like compact, a, right? So, so You can't it. take up any more space you can't, than the vehicle. If you vehicle. can't fit it in the vehicle, you can't bring it with you. So you put your tent on top, right? If you brought a whole tent with you, where are you going to put it on top of your spare parts and tools? And because it's a Suzuki, so you're going to need those. <laughs> and then like all your food, your cooler, right? Like th- there's a reason why <gasps> full size overlanding is a thing, right? The Forerunner has a ton of cargo space. Has- you know what? We could absolutely do that in a Cherokee. Sure. With a diesel swap in it. I'm just saying, in general, we should... <laughs> Sell that to the customer, Trevor. <laughs> we already did. Yeah. Compact overlanding. It's We're making it a thing. All right. Because like, like overlanding has become like, let me How take my full-size truck with an eight-foot bed and a trailer because I need to bring my entire house with me when I go camping. So we're, we're going to backtrack it. Crew cab truck. Yeah. Eight-foot bed. 25-foot long trailer. With racks and drawers. Like It's all about how much crap can I fit in my car. We're, yeah. gonna, we're, gonna, we're going the other way. How much crap can I live without? Single burner, French press. I mean, we all know the answer for all of us. It's well, We'd go out there with just about nothing just to get away from cell phones we, and computers. But we really don't, How right? long can like, we last? How long can we last, do you think? That's, that's, with everything that we have now, if we just went for a four-wheeling weekend, just pack it in, pack it out. Two weeks? Oh, easily. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we might all lose some weight if we do it. That'd be good. We're going to be a little you know, short that's actually on not a I just put idea. a racing seat in my Jeep and I don't fit in it. <laughs> I, I sat in mine today just to make sure I still fit in mine. I do. <laughs> I'm good. I had to suck it in to get past the steering wheel because the seat bracket's, bracket's still way too high. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be fixing that on Monday. But, uh, uh, well. Yeah. No, that's... We're gonna we're gonna pin that one. That one's going yeah. on the board. Compact overlanding. I'm down. Let's do it. What is the smallest vehicle we can go overlanding for four days out of with three of us? Honda Civic. <laughs> no, come on. That'd be so much. No, fun. it's still got to be four wheel drive. I mean, I'm I'm down to do a Subaru. I would love a Subaru. Subaru Baja would be a good one. Still a four door. I'm thinking two. Oh, true. I'm true. thinking a two door. Like 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 a a, a Samurai, I mean, a Samurai, a Samurai, <laughs> a Jiminy or a, Sa- is that a Samurai, is that a mash between a, Geo a Camry and a Samurai. Sure. <laughs> so do we each get our own because no, we don't fit no. three of us? No, <laughs> thick boys off road, man. <laughs> thick, thick boys off roading. Then our wives really will become wheeling widows. Yeah. <laughs> should that be widows. should that be the name of our YouTube channel? Thick boys off road. Thick boys, thick off, boys off road. I've, I've already changed it once. I can change it again. That works. But on that note. I need a donut. On that bombshell. Yeah, we'll wrap this one up. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Follow us on all socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all that good stuff, and we will catch you next time. You're not going to drop the handles? No. So the dirt dirt drive on Instagram, Dirt Nerds Off-Road on Facebook, DirtNerdsOffRoad.com for swag and other things. It's too many to remember. 
It's really not. It's dirtnerdsoffroad.com. <laughs> we'll take you to all of them for us. Yeah, yeah they will. Just, yeah, just, just visit our website, dirtnerdsoffroad.com. That's D-I-R-T-N-E-R-D-S-O-F-F. For all the... R-O-A-D. That'll be linked in the bio. For all the people who still fail to understand how to spell dirt nerds. Dirtnerdsoffroad.com. Dirtnerdsoffroad.com. Dirtnerdsoffroad. Subliminal messaging. How do we? How do I say that backwards? Yeah. Mock... Wow, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Never hit the button. (laughs) 